what we do here is go back, 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 back. That's right. So going to Santa Clara. That's right. Go, go, Raiders. Go, go. Yep, exactly. Go, go. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Michael McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. We got preseason in full swing. Teams are starting to cut down the rosters, get to that 53-man relatively soon. Before we get into all that, Andy, how are you doing? I'm well. I am uh, tired. It's early. The grind don't stop, you know. That's just what our commitment level is, so... um, that's how we get down. I came to get down, so I'm gonna jump around. <clears throat> so it's uh it's it's a good time of the year, right? I'm a, I'm a big schedule guy, right? I'm a big check the calendar. So it's uh you know got a couple weeks to get prepped for week one. So it's it's this good lull period where we got football going, um, and we also got some things to look forward to. So um, as I tweeted, if you guys saw my tweet, you should like it. You know, I I already tweeted about checking out. My sweat, my sweats, you know, inventory, figuring out how are those guys going to align with, with basic, it's kind of like Saturday through Sunday evening, you know, that's usually where I'm in my sweat game. So I'm, I'm assessing things. The Raiders are assessing things. And I think that's, it's important for, for both sides to, to look at these things, but. Depending on the way Friday night works out, if you don't have date night, if you're just hanging out the house, sweat season kind of uh, can trickle into a Friday night vibe too. Oh yeah, it was never in consideration. You know, I'm a confirmed sex haver, right? So ever since we had a child, then it's like, hey, sweats could play Friday night as early as when you're off work. So, you know, it's it's gotten into the rotation a little bit earlier in the weekend than than used to, but I'm happy for it. Yeah, just like pumpkin spice at uh, Starbucks, it just comes out earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, I, I don't subscribe to the pumpkin spice, but to those that do, you know, good good on you. But yeah, so just, you know, we ha- as always have some some Raider news to, to touch on. Um, we'll get into that first. And then um, a couple good things to note. Um, obviously, we'll recap the week two game against the Rams. Um, and then, as always, have them out rush more for you guys. I may, if we have time, just describe a little bit of my uh, Madden experience. I bought Madden 2022. Madden 22. I don't think they do 2022. Yeah, it's whatever. But yeah, it did sound weird. Yeah. Madden 22. Uh, I'll, I'll recap a little bit if we have time. I'll give you guys some tips um, and also let you know kind of how that team, the, the Raiders team looks. But um, let's get into it first. So <clears throat> going into, you know, as preseason um, rolls on, you know, obviously we got to trim down the roster. Um, they were rolling into the weekend with 83 guys total. You know, ultimately got to get down to 53, um, which is tough. But as of, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, they had to get down to 80. So we had to cut three guys basically. And so those three ended up being um, Rasul Douglas, who he was someone that we, we got in from free agency who, who was a guy, like he was a starter for the Eagles. Um, and so we thought he could add depth. I think he made some good plays. He really seemed to be, you know, a little bit more inconsistent than we thought. And also undisciplined where he had a few penalties um, things like that. So we cut him. Um, and I think if anything, and I told Mike, I'm like, I don't have anything to say about this. And then here I go. Right. But, <laughs> 
But I, I think that does speak to the depth and comfortability that we have with the guys we do have on our roster. And so you might look at it as Rasul Douglas, like whatever, but he's someone that the Raiders would not cut at this period um, previously because he is someone that could add depth and we've always been a little shaky. So I, I think it makes sense. And I'm happy to see that they do have confidence and they ended up cutting him. Marcel Aitman, I, I know, I'm just going to say, I know um, he will end up being back on our, our roster at some point. He just never goes away, but he he was cut as well. Um, the wide receiver, we just have so much depth there, which is great. And then Darius Stills, who um, had a lot of a lot of hype going into um, this year, but wasn't able to perform. And then also Darren Lee, we put him on IR, which basically means he doesn't count as a roster head count, um, but he still um, has to go to injury reserve, and that gives him this period of time where he can't play. So it's not like we're storing him. It's mostly kick him there because he is hurt and then um but we are able to retain him later in the years but uh that's that's what we did and as far as trimming down mike you can touch on that if you'd like but i also want to bring up that late breaking as of yesterday evening um the raiders did trade for denzel perriman um so he's a linebacker from the panthers originally um was on the chargers with gus bradley came out of miami someone that you know i actually really liked coming in um through draft period when he was there um and someone that has seen some success and we were able to trade him. I believe the compensation was we traded a sixth round pick. They traded Perriman a seventh. Um, that's usually how it goes when teams are just like, Hey, I could use this guy's depth. And the other team's like, sure. Can we get something back and we'll flip you a seventh. So we got him from the Panthers. Um, Michael, what are your thoughts on this recent acquisition? I think it's a good move. You know, it's someone who is familiar with Gus Bradley's scheme um, at the linebacker position. You know, it's obviously something we've seen issues with as of lately with our depth. We got, you know, Javin White go down, still trying to figure out exactly how bad his knee injury is. But then Darren Lee is hurt and people are banged up. So I think it makes sense. And and it's, you know, I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, you know, that, that compensation is just kind of, you know, whatever you're flip-flopping a six and a seven. So I think it was a good move uh, to add depth and, and, you know, add some someone to kind of fill in the role that's going to know the system and whatnot. As far as the cuts and everything are concerned, I think, you know, Aitman, he is up on his practice squad eligibility because that's the, that's what we did was just kind of stash him on the practice squad as long as we could. Um, I think they're giving him the opportunity to go, you know, get a job elsewhere and whatnot. But like you said, I, I kind of feel like he'll, he might end up back with us at some point. Um, Russell Douglas, Watching this last Rams game, we were going to touch on that in a little bit, but I feel like every time I was looking at who blew a coverage or who caused a penalty or messed up, number 38 was rolling around back there. And I kept thinking like, oh shit, was that Hobbs? And then I was like, oh, it's 38, it's Douglas. What the hell are you doing? So uh, I'm not too surprised that that happened. That's more so from me just watching the game and being like, what the hell are you doing? And then Stills. Heard that he had a little bit of a, a injury um, note as well for his release and whatnot. We might see them, you know, pick him back up and stash him on the practice squad if he passes through waivers and whatnot. But yeah, he had this kind of a depressing on that end because he had a lot of hype. Not that he was necessarily going to start or whatnot, but you know, it was a good story. Undrafted free agent coming in and, and causing some hype, possibly making the team. Yeah, no doubt. I think it's um, eight men. I- I think he will just I'm not saying that he'll come back on our like practice squad, but like I think he goes somewhere for a year or so and then just comes back home to where he doesn't play, but just is on a roster. He's comfortable. You know, I, that's just what I see 
Well, he can't. He's ineligible from practice squad anymore. He's in his fourth year. We just used up all of his eligibility. So I think that's why you see <laughs> it's like, okay, we have to cut yeah. him because we're not going to keep him. We can't yeah. Well, him. he may never come back again then is what I'm saying <laughs> now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I agree with what, what you're saying on the other folks. And then Perriman, I think it's, um, I think it's good because, you know, we, we don't give up a lot of draft compensation and then, um, it's it's one of those things where you like if you have to be nitpicky and say what what should we be afraid of it's a, that linebacker depth um the news did come out with um Javon White he did not tear his ACL which is good oh. um <clears throat> I think that was in the it was Gruden's press conference yesterday afternoon so gotcha. um so he didn't tear his ACL and he's actually gonna be um he'll be back sooner than uh Nick Morrow is is was what I heard and oh, so wow. Morrow might be out a little bit longer than we thought um, and then Javon White is going to be back sooner, which is good. And he didn't tear his ACL, but it's, um, I think it's perf- not perfect, but it, it's ideal because, hey, we'll get these guys back. Maybe even if it's like week three or week four, which will give us some good depth. And then um, you got Kwiatkowski who's back. And they also have uh, obviously Littleton and the other the other guys that we have for depth. So I think we're fine for now. And then you bring in Perriman, um, which is good, familiar with the schemes. So he'll get caught up pretty quickly with Gus Bradley and then just gives us another guy and, we just need another dude and another guy, and we mm-hmm. need guys being dudes at backer. So, um, absolutely, yeah. Some very exciting news um, that we heard is uh, Cliff Branch, former Raider, um, legend of the game, number twenty-one wide receiver. Cliff Branch finally is a Hall of Fame. He was selected to be a Hall of Fame finalist. Um, so that doesn't mean he's necessarily going into the Hall of Fame, but he's on the um, the finalist list of being inducted for next year. So. Very exciting. I think it's long overdue. Mike, I saw you. You were you were active yesterday on Twitter. You were getting at <laughs> some people, right? So uh, let's hear your let's hear your feelings about the old CB Cliff Branch two one. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of said it all. It's long overdue. It would have you know been a lot better to see it happen when he was still alive and still with us. Um, RIP in peace. But yeah, I think it's you know. He's one of the ones that's very baffling when you look at the receiver group and like who's in the Hall of Fame, especially like on the older era type stuff around where he was at and whatnot. It's like this dude should have been in a while ago. So it's great to hear it. We absolutely need to get hashtag Cliff to Canton from now until induction weekend. So let's make that happen. But yeah, excited about it. Uh, Long overdue and can't wait to see how it unfolds because Lord knows there's going to be quite the riot if he does not get in. Yeah, it, it's hard because like we we feel like because we're Raider Nation and and he was so great. It's like how is this not possible? You know, and just the the reality of the situation is if these guys don't get in, kind of from you know from Jump Street, right? From like the first or second time that they're eligible, there's just so many guys that come through because it's the second you retire from the game, you have to wait five years, and then it's every year you're eligible. So. And, and a lot of great players too, right? So it's the context is, you know, people are coming in and, and then it's like he was he was viewed five years after he retired and then and then it was year by year. But as great as he was, there was also great players that did get in that that were up that he was up against. So it's 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 a shame that he hasn't been inducted. I agree, RIP and peace that you know it would have been great if he would have been alive to to be here, but ultimately we'll see. Try to see the good and hopefully he gets through. Um I, I just I don't know. I, I'm with you. I, I, I want to be 
you know, all in, but like, it's a little, you know, narrow, narrow sighted. I'll say narrow sighted just to be like, this is BS. I'm like, dude, there's a lot of good players that got in and not to say yeah. they're better than him, but he's, he's awesome. And let's just go, go for cliff, you know? <clears throat> and it's also great that, you know, when he did pass, he said that I could give his hall of fame speech. So I'm really oh, at the bit. Absolutely. Um, I, I believe, um, I think I'm a, I'm a finalist for a speech, so I haven't been selected yet. So, um, just I'm up there, but no, just kidding. Um, but no, I think it's exciting and I think it's great to see and, and I hope he gets in as well. So, well, let's talk about it. <clears throat> so the Raiders play the Rams last week. Um, we touched a little bit on it, Dan, um, on the pod about, you know, we, they had the scrimmage. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of hype, a lot of words, a lot of exchanges through those joint practices. And then we ended up playing them at SoFi. And so the Raiders end up winning 17 to 16, quite the interesting game. Um, but I want to hear your initial thoughts on just takeaways from the game. What stood out to you and yeah, just general thoughts. Yeah. Well, I will say probably the most devastating part of uh, Javin white going down was the fact that he was just playing lights out and was having a great game it really warmed my heart to see a linebacker be able to cover a wide receiver out of the slot and cover a tight end and just be, you know, be able to break up passes and actually run with people. So I was very excited uh, at that fact that, you know, maybe he was going to be, and and he will be as, as we see that his injury is not as serious as, as we thought. But um, yeah, my biggest takeaway from that game was just how well he stood out when he was in there before he got hurt. I'm watching the game, right? And the game the, the game against the Seahawks that we had, it was like they played so well on defense. And you're like, hell yeah. And then they go out there and you're like, fucking same old Raiders. And even though it's like second and third team players and like half of them aren't, you know, going to be on the um, starting defense, you're just like, same old Raiders, just letting them march down the field. And then they get to the end and uh, Rams are going for two to uh, possibly win. I'm like, here it is. We're going to give up this two-point conversion and we're going to lose in – the ultimate fashion and it sucks because it's a preseason game and I shouldn't be like pissed off and angry, but it's preseason for us too. We got to get ready for how, how things are going to be in the regular season. So yeah, I happy that we won. Um, one of my employees, big Rams fan, we had a bet on the game. I won. Fantastic. Got me, got me 20 bucks off of second and third <laughs> string players, but yeah, I, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was a good game. We got the W I think it was definitely, um, not as good of a played game as we played against the Seahawks, but that Perkins dude that was playing quarterback was kind of nasty. <laughs> he was a little nasty. It's a, uh, uh, let me just ease your, <clears throat> ease your feelings a little bit. And, and it's a good time to just sit and reflect and understand, even if you were driving down the road and you saw just children playing football, right? Not to say you go looking for that. I'm just saying if you were driving and hypothetically, um, it would be problematic. And, <laughs> and and like one of them was wearing a Raiders jersey, you would cheer for that team not knowing anything, right? It's yeah. just it's in your that's blood right. to just care about Raider football. And I think that's a great thing. So it's it's good to also limit your expectations and and how hard you take the loss or the win, right? So um I think it's just don't just don't lose that is all I'm saying. And I know you never will, but it's not nothing to feel guilty about. It's just, you just, you're just a good person because you care about the Raider nation. So, because I too was sitting on my couch being like down Levitt. Oh, look, they're isolating him, you know, <laughs> one-on-one. I'm like, he just, you know, he just blew coverage. He just committed a penalty. I'm just like, here we go. I still don't yeah. even know if I say his name right, by the way, yeah. is it Dallas, Dallas Levitt now? I don't know. Hopefully we won't have to say it for long, but 
Exactly. So yeah, no, I think there was uh Perkins was nasty. Um, I was like, he's someone that I would just like have if I did like a, a Madden fantasy um draft, I would just have him as my third guy just to just to run around a little bit, you know. Um, but yeah, he was good. Um, I think you saw Peterman play the whole game, which was it, it's annoying because you want to see Mariota, but also like smart because the <laughs> they're actually looking insane. It's preseason and yeah. week two. Um, but I know Mariota will get some snaps this week um, and split it with Peterman. I think we're going to Santa Clara to play the Niners um, this upcoming week. So, yeah, I think it was, it was encouraging. I think, uh, you know, the the battles that we were talking about last week with the running back RB3, that was uh, – there was some good traction there. And then, um, yeah, I think overall, it, I mean, we gave up 16 points. So I think there were some times where I'm like, dude, we're getting smoked here. But I was like, how is it still, you know, such a low-scoring game? But yeah. I think it was, you know – Nate Hobbs, it's Nate Hobbs season right now. Oh yeah, um, so and, and, and and I want to tell you this, and we've talked about you and I just like on the side before, but I'm a big numbers guy, right? And it's not like oh the these numbers make the player. I think you can just tell a certain player when he has a number, it looks good. And yeah. so 39 is not something that I, I've always looked as good, but like he looks good in 39. It does look good. But 38, Rasul Douglas, yeah. I'm like, TJ Carey, I swear, yeah. man. You know, it's like, that's what I think yeah. about. But um, yeah, I'm like, dude, he can rock 39. That's cool, know. you know? So I'm a big numbers guy there. And I'm like, are you going to perform with that number? And it's not like it's the end all be all, but sometimes you got to you got an inkling, you know, about yeah. that. Well, as someone who would create a safety on Madden um, to to play with, you you had some pretty terrible numbers that you had to choose from um, right. that they would give you based off of what's available. Um, mm-hmm. I always rocked 41. Um, mm-hmm. I always thought that 41 or 42, which Carl Joseph. But um, mm-hmm. I just thought those numbers were, were pretty cool safety numbers. But you're right. Those high 30s numbers are a little touchy to get into because you're like, that just doesn't look good on a lot of people nate hobbs rocks at 39 the high 30s is just a rotational corner like fourth or fifth string that's all i think about but then he's like oh he plays safety and you know whatever and then he makes but i'm like okay i now 39 looks good yeah i'm good with that but yeah i think there's a lot of good takeaways and um i think we're sloppy i think there was some some sloppy uh execution communication things like that but they ended up coming out on top and i think more so what i'm feeling is just the energy the you know it's like you have to the team has to learn how to win, right? They have to learn how to compete basically. Um, and so I think there's just an energy where, and it's just preseason, but if you look around um, on the sidelines and everything like that, like the, the guys are fired up and there's a lot of um, momentum and there's a lot of uh, encouraging stuff as far as like, they want these guys to su- succeed and they're bought into, you know, every play and things like that. So I think it's good energy. And, and I like the way that they're showing out and, and we'll see, um, you know, this, this week three, we'll probably have a bigger recap um, because it's, it's Niners week, but uh, yeah, yeah I, th- I, th- I thought it was great. Let's transition a little bit. So I, um, we're, we're big Madden guys, right? Okay. I, I bought the game. Very excited. And, and I don't, I, I had, and this is specifically for Mel Dreamy, right? I'm just going to say this real quick. So when I was young, a young man, I, I asked Dan, I said, Hey, how many, how many, as my, my child is, trying to <laughs> It's your segments up next, I promise. So I asked him, I, I was like, hey, how, how much uh, how much time do you play, you know, video games? Like, do you, do you still have time for video games? And he's just like, I don't know, man. I got all these things, you know, and I, you know, I have kids now and you know, blah, blah. I got work. And I was just like, man, what a sellout. You know, I was just like, dude, come <laughs> on. You got to play the game, you know. 
and I and I get it now. So I, I get it. The fact that it's just like it's just not important anymore. But I still love it. You know, I'm Absolutely. still down to play. So then when Nate asked me to play to play play Madden, I'm like, well, Nate, I got to make sure that you know his diapers change and things like that. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I want to go put get on the sticks. You mm-hmm. know, just play. <laughs> and I've never lost to Nate. Just to say that Ooh. I've never I've never lost to you, Nate. You are good, but you're not good enough yet. So I got the game, and I was like, and the first thing I do, it's like. I don't mess around. I get right into franchise mode, you know, and, and I also buy it always like when it comes out, but it's like rosters are still going to be updated and changed. You know, it's like, as we talked about the, the roster gets cut down. And so it's never accurate, but I'm just like, I have to do this right Gotta now. Get into you know? it now. Yeah. So I go in and, you know, get my team going and something that I, and this made me think as I was going through my depth chart, right. Is, is we still, we have John Brown, you know, and I, and I know that, but like, Obviously, he hasn't seen any preseason action. There's a lot of talk about Renfro, Edwards, things like that, right? But I'm just like, this is great because we're going to have a lot of depth there. And it's, I, I could come off professional and be like, I knew we had John Brown. And I do. I know that. But I think it's a great thing. We have John Brown. Yes, I know. It's encouraging. So I think that's a good sign. Um, I think that's a good thing. But also, uh, Kenyon Drake. Okay. I know that we know that we have him. But, man that guy's a weapon. And I went through my depth chart, started moving some guys around. I'm like, let's do this thing. Right. So get into, and I played four games. Okay. Played four games since it was released. Right. Since our last pod played on all pro. Okay. I, I know everyone's like, dude, you go play all math. That's the only way to do it. Dude. I'm like, okay, I, I haven't played in a while guys. Okay. And I don't play it often. So I did all pro. Okay. And it was challenging at times. First couple games, big game Monday night. Right. So, I, I started to, you know, I'm like, we got to stop Lamar. It was a fight. It was a battle. We ended up um, pulling ahead in the second half. Big dub there, right? But what also, obviously, new scheme on defense. And so Gus Bradley is a, a you know, a, it's that Seattle defense, right? So it's the, the cover three. There's a lot of zone stuff going on, which is great. But at times in Madden, I'm just like, dude, we got we to gotta get out of zone and just man up, you know? So um, I would say weak what it ended up being. So week two was, was the Steelers. Um, and the week three was the Dolphins. And because I had, I, I, we ended up beating the Steelers, right? We kind of controlled those guys a little bit because we had some success. I was feeling confident. You know, I was like, <laughs> Man, maybe I'd go to all that, you know, I don't know. Right. And then the Dolphins came to town. And for some reason, I don't know if the, like the settings just adjusted to like, you know, if it was custom difficulty, but to a tongue of Iloa was like, basically peak Steve Young and he was <laughs> dicing me up, dude. So I was in a lot of zone, but he basically, you know, they spread me out the whole time and they he just get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball quick, 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 quick. Right. And I was just like, man, I got to make an adjustment, start try to play man. But even then it didn't work. And then finally sunk into like some cover two press. Right. And then the guys, right. Uh, Arnett big pick. And then, you know, it's like, I, I was losing. Okay. I was losing the second half. Arnett has a big pick. We go up ahead go down and score, come back. And they're, they're trying to, to make a game of it at the end. And they throw up a bomb towards the end, Trayvon Morig, big pick. So, oh, yeah. so that's exactly how the games are going to go guys. Um, so just write that down, but <laughs> um, no, it was fun. And then here's a, what I realized because there's always like, Hey, wh- it's like, what guy do you play with on defense? Right. Do you want to play the DN? Do you want to play the safety? It's like, how do you want or play a back or whatever? Right. So what I realized is, you're playing some, you know, some teams that want to get rid of the ball. And I think everyone does. Right. But especially with the dolphins, I was like, play with the D tackles. 
Okay. And just try to beat your guard, beat your center, that interior pressure. That's your tip is play with the tackles, play inside. And that just jacks up every play. And once I realized that I started just wreaking havoc. So, <laughs> and I slid, I slid Cleve Farrell in the middle, in the middle, you know, had Max Crosby and Yannick on the side. So um, that's a, that's a pro tip play with the D tackles and then you'll, you'll see some things on defense, but overall really fun offense wise. I don't have to speak much of that, but Darren Waller, just throw him the ball every time and you can do good things because in that Dolphins game, he had three touchdowns and 285 yards. So no big deal, but I also just only threw him the ball. So that's my Madden recap. If you have any questions, Mike, I'm more than happy to answer, but just want to touch on that. Yeah. Not really any questions. Um, I just would say it's very, um, that's a very tough thing to do just playing with the tackles. Um, as someone who likes to play with either a D end or a safety, it's a rough thing to do, but you got to do what's best for the team. So, all right, so let's get into what has been a recurring segment of our podcast. And, and there, and just, and if you guys haven't heard, there might be a baby in the background. And I want everyone to know she's okay. She's a little whiny, but she's okay. And she's ready for Mount Rushmore. That's what she's looking forward to. So, Mount Rushmore of things that you bring to a Raiders watch party. So you get invited to come over. Hey, let's watch the game at my house. What are you bringing to the Raiders game that it's, you know, someone's hosting you and that's a lot of responsibility to show up. Right. But then what are you bringing over there? Micah courtesy. I'm going to start with you and we're just going to go back and forth. There's not three people, so we can't do snake draft, but we're going to do Mount Rushmore of things you bring to a Raiders watch party. I'll let you start. Yeah, well, if I'm getting one one, first thing I'm going with is beer. You just you bring beer. You ask him, can I bring anything? Anything specific? I can bring some beer. Drinks are easy, as we like to do when we watch Raider games. The more secluded, the better. But there are um, you know a few select people that you're like, yeah, I'm down to watch a Raider game. Let's do it. And so like-minded people, it's very easy to you know kind of pick out a beer that you know everybody likes. Beer uh, is my one one. Yeah, that's absolutely the pick. Now. It, it's a you you described it so well where because what we like to go you know watch the game there's also a i know i get it there's also it's like limited people we want to watch this with so then because they're limited it's because we trust them and we know that it's going to be a good experience and then be and they're good people so they're going to be like dude don't worry about it bring whatever you know you don't have to bring anything so obviously beer always plays now I'm going to go with a, a risky number one from my list. And I'm going to say I'm bringing like a smaller, softer-ish football. Okay. So so that's where it's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to bring a football because I know you don't have one. And I'm not bringing the regulation size with this hard leather, right? To where it's like, do not even throw them in the house because there's things. You know, it's like, it's like, no, I'm bringing this ball that, that it's easy, like just a little quick little shovel pass to the person on the couch, you know, whatever, where it plays inside, but also halftime, you know, whatever, we can just go outside and just rip it around. So, you know, I instantly thought food and drink, you took beer, which is the best choice in my opinion. It's just, it always plays. Um, I'm going to go with football because with the right crowd, that gets the energy level going. So I'm going football with my first pick. That's a good, that's definitely a good pick. Uh, I did have that on my list as well. I didn't make a note that it was if needed. Uh, some people have football, some people don't. But the indoor-outdoor versatility, um, I think, takes that pick to a whole new level. So I agree with you on that one. My second one is going to be a side of some sort. Um, because usually if someone's inviting you over, they've got a plan. Nope, sorry. I'm throwing a flag. Apologies. 
we, we haven't we haven't debated in these Mount Rushmore's. You need to pick a side, okay? okay? Actually, see that no pun intended, but you actually need to pick a okay. specific side. I'm going to challenge you a little bit. That's fine. Uh, That's okay. perfectly fine. Um, I'm going to go with chips and dip is what I'm going to bring. I think that nope. Sorry, challenging again. What kind of dip are we talking? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's important. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Realistically, some type of like onion dip is okay, your best nice, go-to. Nice, okay. I will say, you know, depending on uh, the crew I'm with and, you know, how I think it plays, jalapeno artichoke dip is always a good one. But that's kind of more of like a like a sourdough bread and dip. So I'm going chips and dip. I'm going to go onion dip. Easy to make. All you need is a packet and like a tub of sour cream. But... You know, everybody's, like I said, people invite you over more often than not. They're like, yeah, I'm making, you know, we're barbecuing or we're doing something like that. And then you feel like, okay, well, it'll cost me 20 bucks to bring some beer and then some chips and dip. Snacks beforehand always plays. So mm-hmm. uh, chips and dip is going to be my two. That's great. Sorry. Sorry to challenge you there, but I was no, trying, you're it's, good. Not, it's not because I'm going to be like, I'm going to do a different dip. You know, it's like, that's not, it's just. Now I'm just trying to envision that we're having a watch party as yeah. our back our backdropping is Legion Stadium right now. So okay. Um, so that's really good. I'm going to <laughs> because it the reason I'm laughing, it's like, dude, whoever hosts is always got dinner covered or whatever, right? They have the main food item covered. So it's really a bunch of sides, you know? And so chips and dip always play because it's safe. Not safe, but it's it's always gonna compliment whatever, right? So I'm gonna go. I'm just I'm gonna go wings. I'm bringing wings, and that's whether I'm pre-ordering the wings to their house or I'm gonna bring you know some some wings I got from Costco or Safeway because also it's a great food item and all you know as well as complimentary and not like oh hey guys I bought 17 pizzas and they're like okay yeah. we're not barbecuing then you know it's like no bring some wings because you can pick at them. And yeah, yeah. When you do commit to wings, to eating them, can't be checking your fantasy scores because you, you got to be all in, right? So it limits some people's capability. Um, but I also think it always plays. So I'm going wings number two. Nice. That is a good one. That because and it kind of can depend on what you're having for dinner. But wings is always wings is one of those things that you can eat one or two if you're just trying to have a little snack before the meal, or you could just crush a bunch of them. So I like that pick. Um, my number three that I am going to choose is uh, the intensity. I think that if there's one thing that I tend to bring, especially if the beers have been indulged in pregame um, as well, depending on how early you show up, always got to bring the intensity. So sometimes it's a little too intense for someone's uh, living room. Sometimes you got to stand outside, watch it through the the window, the front porch. But my uh, number three, I'm bringing the intensity. That's that's really funny. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's a good pick, but I actually had like the opposite. Is, oh. <laughs> is I'm bringing a, a a calm mentality because it's not my house, you know. And so I have this thing where it's like I know where I can get to, and if I ever channel that, it has to be in my house because I've channeled it at other houses, and the intensity is more just like. It's just problematic. It's just unsafe. Things could happen. I don't want to punch holes in anyone's wall. You know, that's not my own. I don't mind replacing, fixing the drywall. I know we're bringing the intensity. So I actually had, that was my next pick was just, I'm going to bring just the best calm version of me and channel my inner intensity. So. Love it. Yeah. 
my last pick, I'm just going to go with, you might challenge me with this one, but it, it is also specific to like what's there already. If I'm bringing some beer, I'll throw out the idea of like, is there any hard alcohol, whatnot? I'll bring Chaser. And it depends on, you know, if they've got some there. I won't even say I'm going to bring it, but they'll be like, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'll grab some beer, you know, some, you know, some whiskey or something like that. Oh, we got some, we got some vodka. We got some whiskey already. You know, I'll just go grab some, a uh, little one liter of uh, soda water or some ginger ale, you know, just to, just to bring and just be like, I'm going to bring something that I didn't tell you I was going to bring. That's a really good pick. That's such a, it's because it's such like a, Hey, in the event we need this, right? Then I'll I'll have it. And if you don't have it, then I don't mind just, you know, drinking some Sprite. No big deal, right? Not saying we're doing shots, but. Yeah. No, you're just, you're a big, big support guy. Well, I'll I'll just tell you, you know, something that's a little bit more pertinent, but I'll probably bring my wife and child, you know, Um, that's, it's just where I'm at. So it's like, Hey, can, can Allie and and Avery come? And they're like, yeah, of course, you know, or, or sure dude you know like i'll probably end up bringing them you know it's just it's i'm at a point in my life where it's more about the ability to not have limited time right so it's like if if i go hey i'm gonna go watch the game here okay what time are you gonna be back i don't want to be back the second the game ends i need some time to you know whatever so i'll probably bring my wife and child because then that allows me to get in full game mode i'm not texting hey everything all right she take a nap good or whatever you know things like that so i'll probably just bring my my family i'll probably just bring my family as, as my last pick that's a good pick because if things go bad and things go awry you got an instant like yeah we gotta get the baby home i gotta go and you can just you can just kind of squeak out early as well you know what i mean 100 percent. just be just be done because you're so pissed off and you just yeah. need to get out of a social setting so great yeah it gives me an out and it also supports my number three pick of just play cool man you know yeah. channel channel my just calmness and push down a little bit my intensity because i really can't it's then it challenges me to to actually act that way and i think it's a good thing so i i I appreciate your support there well that's it that's that's all for so just to recap beer chips and dip yeah intensity intensity and uh chaser chaser. yeah i mean that's a a phenomenal list okay i think it's i really like that list and so and then i had all four of those things have gotten me in trouble at watch parties correct correct (laughs) it's okay but you're that but because you brought it before right so then in mine um wings or it was a football indoor indoor outdoor accessible football and then wings and then my inner calmness and and my just you know i'm not gonna cause wreak havoc um and then my family i'm gonna bring my family to this watch party because i need to and probably have to so great well that was fun apologies for the background noise this little nugget is she just wants to be on the pod. She's wondering why yeah. she hasn't had a guest appearance yet. Um, it's, so she, it's the cutest recurring guest that we've ever had. <laughs> for sure. So. Yeah. Sorry, um, Dan. Well, great. I, um, I think that's it, man. We're excited for, for week three of the preseason, the last preseason game of um, only three this year. Yes. Only three. Cause there's an extra regular season game. So. That's right. So going to Santa Clara. That's yeah. right. Go, go Raiders. Go, go. Yep. Exactly. Go, go. <laughs> So I'm excited for that. Obviously, it's always fun. Um, and I think it'll be good to have Mariota. Um, yeah, exactly. That's my guy. So we're going to say go Raiders. It'll be fun to recap that. Raiders. It'll be fun to recap that. It'll be fun to to finally get through the preseason and get ready for week one. So that's all I got. Raider Nation stand up. Avery, thanks for your part in this. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. As always, we appreciate the love. 
Please share, subscribe, rate, review. Give us those five stars on Apple iTunes. Go follow the Instagram page uh, at Raider Take Podcast in the bio there and the bio on our Twitter, which is at Take Raider. You can actually see all of these on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. In the bio of, of either of those, we have our website where you can go get the merch, get you some RTP merch. Keep supporting us. Uh, things are going really well. Starting up here soon, September 1st, we will officially be part of the Pixin Podcast Network. Also, if you're watching YouTube, you see we got that that logo on the upper right-hand screen. So big things coming. Been a great ride and been, been really fun. Can't wait to see where it goes from here. Next week, we will get into this Niners game and then work our way into the regular season. So we appreciate it, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>